if it feels like something's missing in your life or you just feel like your life's not working for you, you are not happy, you can't manifest anything, you're struggling every day, maybe it's time to reclaim your power. Now, this doesn't mean that someone has taken your power from you and you're going to go get it back from them. It means something different. You have ignored or rejected your power. Other people have been using it or you've been using it on their behalf and it's time to reclaim it. Let me show you how that's done. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. You know that I'm not a big fan of the phrases, give your power away or take back your power, because they don't adequately describe a very important process that can involve important lessons, which we must understand to be able to fully own and use our own power. So we are going to address the issue of repossessing our power by looking at why we feel we have to disown our power and give our power away, who we give it to and why, and what we need to do to repossess it, which begins with owning and claiming it. Notice the focus on how this happens is clear. We give our power away all by ourselves. Why do we ignore our power, give it away to others, or refuse to own and claim it? There are so many reasons, so I'm going to group them into three main areas, and I'll go over these in detail for you. Number one, we want others to like and value us, so we pretend to be less powerful to fit in with them. Now, before you think that sounds silly, admit that this is true. If you want to belong to a group, you'll try to fit in with them. So you'll make yourself appear more like them, and that includes matching their levels of energy and power. If having a relationship means you must hide your true power, diminishing it so the other person isn't in the glare of your glow, that's what you'll do. I remember when I was in high school, and I was probably more like in middle school, there was a group of girls headed by this girl named Roxy. And my mother absolutely prohibited me from hanging out with these girls because they were kind of what we call the bad girls back then. They, they weren't serious. They didn't, they weren't, they didn't study. They didn't make good grades. They hung out in the back of the school and they smoked cigarettes and flirted with boys, which my mother thought I was far too young to do. In retrospect, I was, but I really wanted to be friends with these girls. So I would try and make myself look like them as much as my mother would uh, allow me to or in ways that my mother wouldn't notice. And I tried smoking cigarettes. 
that would didn't work for me, but I really wanted to be like them. The problem is they didn't like me because they knew that I wasn't at the same energy frequency they were, and I wasn't going to be able to hold up and stay part of that clique. So when you're thinking about repossessing your power, one of the things you have to look at is who you want to like and value you and how you shift your power dynamics or diminish your power or dim your light to be able to fit in with them. Number two, we are embarrassed at being powerful and afraid of the potential of our power. This is more true than many will admit. They think that being powerful is a liability and are afraid that they might misuse or abuse their power or have it used against them or used against others. So they hide their abilities and their power from everyone, including themselves. Included in this reason is the abuse and misuse of power in former lifetimes, especially in lifetimes of royalty or great wealth and privilege. And this also includes lifetimes where their power has been used against others, often against their will. I present a long discussion of this in my book, Ascending into Miracles, The Path of Spiritual Mastery. And the reason this is important is because your fear of using your power, because it'll be used against others, or you're afraid of misusing it, or you're afraid of uh, taking advantage of others because of it, has some very deep and very important roots in experience. So you really need to consider this as an option and start working on realizing that you're in this lifetime, you're not in a previous lifetime, then what happened before won't happen now. And it's okay to start using your power and you won't be taking advantage of people or abusing your power to take from them or to control them. And number three, we believe that others are more competent than we are. So we give our power to them. Sometimes this is required of us in relationships. Other times it arises from our belief that we aren't powerful or capable of handling our own power and creating our reality. Maybe we struggle with guilt and shame. How many of you have been shamed for your power by being called different or told to stop shining in one way or another? Maybe you've been made to feel guilty because you are more accomplished than others. Maybe we feel we have too many failures, missteps, or missed opportunities, and we just can't get our life right. We also want to meet others' expectations and serve them by becoming their healer. So we give them our power to help them on their path. Now, I've talked about this a lot, and I call this our agenda. So we have an agenda when we enter into relationships and we hold our power in front of us and say, here, you use my power. I, I don't manage it well, or I can't do this right. Or on the other side, we look at someone and say, here, I don't think you have enough power. You take some of my power. I will give it to you so that we can be on a more equal and equitable level, and then we can have a relationship. Now, I'm not making light of this because this is a serious power rejection and it causes us difficulties in our lives because we don't have full use of our power. But it's something that we either all do or we have done or we have an experience of doing it. So as you're listening to this, I want you to think about where you do this in your own life what relationships this may apply to, including your closest relationship with family, siblings, and your closest partners and relationships. So which of these 
do you resonate with? And don't be surprised if there's more than one. We tend to give our power away or relinquish it, pretending it doesn't belong to us when we feel it's going to lead to unwanted consequences like rejection, persecution, abandonment, or betrayal. And we have a lot of history to support those beliefs because we remember, because remember, we're dealing with lifetimes of soul cycles and karmic experiences with the people who challenge our power and who engage in power struggles with us. To repossess means to take possession of something you own. Think about that for a minute. You take back the power you already own when you repossess it. What do you think about that? You already own the power. And I want you to listen to those words carefully. You're not taking something back when you repossess that doesn't belong to you. It does belong to you. You are reclaiming ownership. You already own the power. You've always owned it. You allowed someone else to use it. And now you're going to take possession of it so you can use it in your own life and for yourself. Whatever you're setting an intention for, planning, want to do, dream of, envision, or want in your life is something that's already part of your field of potential, and it requires your power to make it happen. The power you need to do that is already yours. You just have to name it and claim it and then repossess it to take possession of it so you can use it in your life. The first step in repossessing our power is not to run over to the first person who you think has been losing your power and take it back from them. It's to release our martyred healer paradigm and replace it with our empowered mastery mission, which is what we can embody when we embrace our 5D energy space. As a martyred healer, a concept I introduced back in 2010 or before, we become the world's healer through suffering and pain. We put ourselves on the cross, so to speak, so others can know that we are suffering right along with them and we value pain, grief, guilt, shame, and all types of suffering as part of our learning experiences. The expression, no pain, no gain, is an example of our beliefs that arise from the martyred healer paradigm. But that won't work for us anymore. And if we're going to repossess our power, we certainly are not going to use it to inflict more pain on ourselves. So what do we do? We need to reject being a martyred healer and instead become an empowered master. To do this, we have to activate our energy boundaries and become energetically sovereign. Another word and another concept you've heard me talk about a great deal. Then we have to name our power and claim it. And that doesn't mean being aggressive or mean. It's a simple process of acknowledging that you have power, naming the power you have, and being willing to take charge of it and using it in your own life without guilt or shame. Doesn't that sound good? So where do you start? How do you know where to begin? You begin by exploring where you are weak, powerless, afraid, and limited. Those all represent an energy gap in your life where you need your power to feel fulfilled and the power isn't there because you've rejected it. What do you need to fill that energy gap? It's time to explore those aspects of you that you have ignored, denied, rejected, or simply pretended weren't there, especially the wishes, hopes, and dreams that have been ignored or denied for a long time. 
you need your power to manifest those in your reality. And if they're not happening, it's because you've limited the power you need to create them. Name that power by connecting an intention you want the power to fulfill it. For example, a car needs gasoline to run. So if I want to go somewhere and I have an empty gas tank, I need to find a building that has a big gas station sign on it. If I want to make a cake, I need to have the right ingredients and proper amounts. Where do I get those? I go to the grocery store. If I want to go on a trip, I need to make plans and then make the proper reservations at my destination. If I want to manifest a new job, I need to claim the power to acknowledge my expertise and authority to confidently apply for it. If I want a new relationship, I need to name and claim my power to manifest a loving, fulfilling relationship. If your power had a sign over it, what would be written on that sign? Or if it had a big arrow pointing towards it, what would that arrow be pointing to? Energy must be named and claimed, and that's why repossessing your power is so important. What do you need to fulfill a dream, to meet a personal obligation, to create the energetic pathway for an intention to happen, or to do something for yourself? What kind of power is necessary just to get started? Don't worry about the long-term path. Focus on getting started, taking the first step, and exploring and expanding the energy container you're using to create your reality. Anywhere you are not happy, feeling fulfilled, are dissatisfied or uncomfortable is an area where you have an energy gap because you aren't owning, claiming, and using your power. Next, you have to repossess your power, which is taking back that which belongs to you. This is not a power grab. It's it taking back what already belongs to you. Remember, you let others take, borrow, and have your power. It was always your power. Now you have to take it back by claiming it and taking possession of it. What was happening when you started ignoring or rejecting your power? Where are you saying yes when you mean no? Where are you allowing others to disrespect, abuse, insult, and take advantage of you? Where are you not saying yes to your own needs, indulging yourself, and taking care of your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies? Where are you denying your dreams, your plans, your potential, and your possibilities? When you are aware of the gap between where you are and where you want to be, when you're ready to set a new intention for your life, you must name and claim your power as a next step towards fulfillment. These are all areas where you can repossess your power because if you're not using your power to meet your needs, you're using it to meet someone else's needs. But there are two very important things you must have before you start your power repossession process or else it's going to be a very difficult, angry, and potentially aggressive and chaotic process. First, you need to know how to say no in a powerful, meaningful, emphatic way. This is not just saying no angrily and blaming others. It's a considered, measured, and intentional way of closing the door on an energy drain in a way that will let everyone know that you and your power are just not available to them. 
I call this the Empowered No, and it's part of a class that I offered as a bonus in the GPS 2022 program, which was an absolute favorite of the students in the program. And I was rather surprised by that because there were some other great bonuses. I didn't realize that the Empowered No class would be the one that they found the most empowering, the most empowering to manifest, and probably the one that they got the best residual effects from. They found it so easy to use and implement and were surprised that when their Empowered No was presented as the answer or the option in the situation, there was no argument against it. The second thing you need to have is strong energy boundaries. Now, you know that I've been talking about energy boundaries for many years, and it's a concept I introduced back in, I think, 2008 or 2010. Energy boundaries are the limitations you set in place, which manage the inflows and outflows of your energy, as well as all of your energetic connections. They aren't walls that prevent people from accessing you, they're barriers to entry, which ensure that if someone wants to connect with you, they are an energetic match and can respect your energy boundaries. And think of energy boundaries as what is allowed in your life and what's not allowed in your life. So for example, if you have an energy boundary that involves being truthful, then someone who's dishonest or who lies or who is not truthful is going to find your energy boundaries rather intimidating. And yet someone who doesn't have those issues will find that your energy boundaries are just fine and they actually feel rather good. With an empowered no and energy boundaries in place, you are ready to repossess your energy in a more manageable, meaningful, and permanent way, meaning that once you repossess it, you will not allow others to use, take, borrow, or manipulate it again. Without an empowered no and energy boundaries in place, it's easy to get angry when you realize that someone has been using your power or you have been so limited in your life because you won't you weren't using your own power to manifest your life and your blessings. And one thing you may be tempted to do, which you really must avoid, is to angrily confront that person or persons and demand your power back. If you did this, they'd probably look at you and wonder what you're talking about because they aren't always aware that they're using your power. What they are aware of is that you're always saying yes, meeting their needs, and doing what they want you to do, and generally being their go-to person for everything. The reason you mustn't angrily confront them is because it won't solve anything. And remember, if you aren't using your power to meet your needs, you're using it to meet somebody else's needs and serving them on their path as a martyred healer, not as an empowered master source of inspiration. And as I said, this is not a power grab. You are not taking something that belongs to someone else away from them. You are claiming what has always been yours. You just haven't been using it. They did not take your power from you. You let them use it. You gave it to them or you use it on their behalf. And it's not about being aggressive or blaming others or yourself for using your power feeling guilty about claiming your power, or feeling like you're abandoning others if you do. Contrary to what some might think, including you, the people who are using your power or that are benefiting from your efforts for them are not powerless. No one is without power. 
People choose to not use their power, but they still have it. Of course, it's easier to use other people's power, something similar to driving someone else's car because you don't want to put the miles on your car, use your own gas, or put the wear and tear on your tires. They've been using your power instead of theirs because it was available, and if you cut off their supply, they'll either find someone else to get power and energy from, or they'll have to learn to use their own power. Now, they won't like this and they'll probably complain, but just so you know, you're not harming them in any way. You are just reclaiming your power, repossessing your power and forcing them to consider other sources for their own power needs. Repossessing your power is a radical concept which is going to allow you to make the changes in your life you've been window shopping for and are now ready to own. It moves you from martyred healer into empowered mastery. Enjoy this time and this effort. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And one more thing, if you lose friends and relationships in the process, because some people have imposed the conditions of using, usurping, borrowing, taking, and manipulating your power to be in a relationship with you, those relationships can end and will end as soon as you cut off the power supply. Let them end. They'll be replaced with relationships that are more aligned with you energetically, with people who are aware of their own energy and don't need yours. So repossess your power so you can fulfill your dreams, desires, wishes, hopes, and intentions and live in your own miracle zone now. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. Mm-hmm.